Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And today's episode is P unbelievable name. <laughs> she is the current president of the Disabled Surfers Association of the Mornington Peninsula. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right. This is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Kate. There's going to be three P's in a podcast Three today. P's in a podcast today. <laughs> you can't believe you it. You can't believe it. Before we um, chat to P, we should say that Melbourne has quite nice weather. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Blue skies, I, I think it's sunshine. 30 degrees. Just a light breeze I can see on yes. the bushes growing along the fence. Yes. So... Nice. Our listeners love a bit of weather chat, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. You would think that they don't, Annalise, but they do. <laughs> so let let us introduce you to the world. What is your name and who are you? Hi there. So my name is P. Saunders yes. and I am the president of the Disabled Surface Association, Mornington Peninsula. Oh, we are wrapped to have you today, P. Thank so you for you giving your time. Do you? Before we get into our three questions, do you... Do we, are we all jealous that you live on the Mornington Peninsula? Hopefully. Yes, yes. I did have a very interesting chat with a mortgage broker, which of, often isn't interesting, but he said, Mornington bucks the trend everywhere around the world. It just keeps going up and up and really? up. Really? Yeah, yes. so there's little chance of so, any of know, us. I actually landed on the Mornington Peninsula from England. Right. right. So you're an original. You did it before it was cool. Well, I don't think the Mornington Peninsula people would say I was on a road. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> but compared to all the COVID people. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. So for those of you who don't know, Mornington Peninsula is, what direction is it? Southeast South, yeah. of Melbourne. Um, it's sort of past where Mandy and I live on the big new, it's not new anymore, freeway. East Link, yep. 
and it's very beautifully close to the city. It's only about 40 minutes from us. Beaches. And it's oh. stunning, stunning, yeah. stunning, stunning. Anyway, yeah. let's ask our three questions. Yes. Everybody has to run the pee gauntlet. Yes. <laughs> and our first question is, do you have a music or a song or a band that you love the most in the world or a song that gets you up when you need to be pepped up a bit? It's interesting because I've never really um, pondered over that question. But um, And when you're nearly 60, you have a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of- with music yeah. um, so I've come down to that my lively get up and go dance music is Eurythmics oh yes. yeah Annie Lennox um, uh, and particularly Sisters Sisters mm. are oh, that's a great yes. song so that's one that I do like to get up and uh, yeah, go with but I do have many many others but I had to just choose one so that's yeah. what I've got yeah, yeah awesome it that'll go on our Spotify and deep breathing music when I need to chill and calm ah, down yes. or just chill and just focus on my breathing mm. would be Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yep. Awesome. I saw yep. it. Great. into a really sort of focused yeah. breathing. Pink mm-hmm. Floyd have relaunched Dark Side of the Moon because how many is Is it 40? Oh, at least. Yeah, maybe 50. I don't know that they've, that since they brought it out. And you know the album's got like that rainbow yeah. sphere yes. thing. Yeah, and then fine. all these Americans were like, because they've put a bigger rainbow on the next one. Oh, they're pa- pandering to the queer community. Oh, <laughs> Floyd, like, it's a reflection. <laughs> How funny. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Can you tell us, did you win any awards at school or any time in your life? That was a super funny one um, <laughs> because as a kid I was just a sports fanatic. Right. That's why I went to school. Right. There was actually no other reason why you went to school. Right. It was to- Yes. And, um, and uh, I came from a place called the Isle of Wight in England. Ah. It's just so a smallish population, yeah. um, relatively speaking. 125,000 people live on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. So um, I grew up, yeah, in a bit of an, a bit of an insular situation, I guess. But um, so it was very easy to be top of the league. Yes. So <laughs> I was, which was great. So and which was is your only... favourite sport? Oh, uh, oh. I don't know if I can choose that. Okay. Because I just did. I, I guess my biggest achievement was in trampolining. Wow. Um, yeah, don't ask me to do it now. Um, How's the pelvic so, floor? Yeah. Um, we'll move on from that. Uh, so, yeah, so trampolining, I did hockey, basketball, badminton. I just lived for sport. I did sport all the time. That's what life was about. Mm. Yeah. And I guess more recently... Since coming to Australia, um, I'm a, so I'm an ex-teacher. So I finished teaching four years ago. So right. I taught for 25 years, and I taught down on the morning to Peninsula. And my background is phys ed, physical education, and outdoor education. Right. Mm-hmm. I worked between as a relief teacher for I for eight years. I actually worked between Bannering Primary School and Summer School Camp. Ah. And so it, it was just beautiful. That's perfect beautiful. for you. I couldn't think of a. Explain oh, what it, summer school camp is for those who are not. Oh, my daughter who went who to it. My daughter went. Yeah. Melbourne, Victoria. Oh, the greatest. Mm. So summer school uh, camp is on the coast, right mm. on the coast, and it is a nine-day program for grade five and sixes. Oh, cry. Mm. It was beautiful. To, come, to go on camp. So mm. I worked there because when I moved to Australia, I moved over with a, a six-month-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old. Oh. Raising children, big-time raising children. Yes. Mm. You went away from all your support network. Yeah, so full-time teaching wasn't an option. So my yeah. partner did the sort of parenting at that time and all the daycare and kinder and all of that sort of stuff. And so I worked as a relief teacher between two different places, 
which was awesome because I didn't get bogged down. Yes. Can we walk away. of that type mm. of work. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, and during that time, I became very, very passionate about sustainability in the environment mm. and sort of drove that, particularly at Balmain Primary School. And I guess I'm segueing back to awards. Mm. So for our school, we actually um, achieved many, many awards around oh. sustainability. Right. Oh, oh congratulations. It's just so Which awesome. I'm still heavily involved in in my current job. Right. <laughs> Getting back to summer's camp, when I picked my daughter up after the nine days, it was the first time she'd been away from me for that long. And the whole room was singing with guitarists, all the teachers playing guitars and singing. Yeah. And I just was so moved. I thought she's had nine days of singing and fun and experiences mm. and what an incredible opportunity. I mean, it's hard to get into those camps. It, it's, it's competitive. Very, very <laughs> it is hard because it's all done on a ballot system. Yes, yes. How yeah. many do they have a year? Oh, well, it's 160 a camp. So right. a camp runs for nine days. Yep. And they, the staff get a four-day break. And then they go again for nine days yeah. or whatever that Incredible. Is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big thing in and Victoria. In that four-day break as well, they often do what's called outside user groups. So mm. netball clubs, other clubs, corporate people, all mm. sorts of people come and use the facility. Mm. Yeah, I can picture the whole thing. Yeah, And the smell of the beach. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. Anyway, let's go back. So, um, yeah. Yes, our most important question, why are you a P? Why are you in our community? Except for your name. (laughs) (laughs) I know, you're the leader of the P's. Um, Look, why am I in this community? Assuming you're talking about the disabled service. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it was interesting when I started thinking about that because I – no, I don't have somebody in my family with a disability. Mm. Going back, way, way, way back to work experience at school, my work experience at school was two weeks at a school for people who were then called mentally handicapped. Yes. Okay? And obviously we're not, they don't, no. we're not called, it's not yeah. mentally handicapped anymore. Yeah. If people with disability or people with learning difficulties. Yeah. But that was actually my first introduction within the disability sector, I guess. And at the same time, it coincided with me babysitting um, a boy with spina bifida. Right. So way, way, way back when. Mm. And I guess I um, looked after this this kid. He was a young kid, but I was only 14 or 15 yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, and then when I left school, um, because I didn't do very well at school because I liked way too much sport, um, <laughs> I was put on what was called a YTS scheme, which is means youth training scheme, right. which is because they don't really know what to do with you when you leave school with nothing. Yes. So I was put on this scheme where you don't get paid much, but you do a job. And so I worked for a couple of years in a residential home for people. Right. Just- mm. So... And life continued like that, really. Um, and then I would have been about 20, 21, and I moved off of the Isle of Wight. However, I moved to another island called Hailing Island, <laughs> um, which had, um, scarily so, a hospital, which was then termed a long-stay hospital. Yeah. It's one of those like really institution. scary institutions yes. that people with disability mm. were involved. Yeah, we had yes. a lot of them in Victoria. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And mm. so I worked there for one year. Right. Didn't enjoy it mm. just because it was too harrowing because mm. I didn't agree, even at that age, mm. with so much of what I was seeing. Right. It was just wrong. Mm. 
Um, and then a girlfriend who was a nurse there, so I wasn't qualified. I was just there as a nursing auxiliary. Right. Mm. A girlfriend who was working there moved down to the southwest of Cornwall. Oh, beautiful. And there was a, interestingly enough, an interesting name again. So this was an organisation that was called the Spastic Society. Yes, we had them. Okay? Mm. Clearly that's gone now and it's now called Scope. Mm. Yeah. And it's actually called that in Australia as well. Right. Yes. Back in my day, mm. in 86, 1986, it was called the Spastic Society. Yes. Um, and they actually had an incredibly um, innovative outdoor education centre. Right. It did all. It was incredibly progressive and incredibly positive. So I went from a long stay institution mm. to forward, forward thinking place oh. in where we took people with disability outside all the time. Mm. Also on the beach, Cornwall, isn't it? Oh, you're, some you're of it. You're drawn to we some of the that ocean. close to the beach. Actually, right. um, we did. We did all of those things that mm. you know lots of people want to do. We did rock climbing. We did kayaking. We mm. did abseiling. We did environmental education. We did science-based programs. Um, yeah, and it was just an incredibly brilliant place to work at. It was confronting for me because I'd gone from you know the institution, mm. and it really. Uh, impacted me about what I'd gone through in that year yeah. and what I tried to battle with in that year mm. and oh. the reality for many people with a disability. Mm. Yes. I actually was linked with, it was actually called Churchtown Farm. Mm. And so I was linked with um, Churchtown for about seven or eight years. Um, and in that time, I did an 18-month diploma in residential care for people, people and adolescents with uh, special needs, as it was called then. Sadly, that place is actually closed down now, mm. which is sad because it was um, it really expensive to run. Yeah, some staffing and ratio point mm-hmm. of view, but really sad that it doesn't run anymore. Yes, mm. but that was all in the in, in England, and I guess so. I was a secondary school teacher there as well, so I trained to be a secondary school teacher. Taught secondary school phys ed and outdoor ed. Um, then when I was forty, everything happened when I was forty. Yes, right. <laughs> Have a second baby. Yep. Um, moved to Australia and started teaching in primary school. What prompted right. your move to Australia at 40? Well, I think it was sanity. Right, right. right. Yep. So <laughs> actually my partner also taught in secondary education right. and um, he admittedly uh, says that he shouldn't ever have gone into teaching. Mm. It's an incredibly difficult Oh, incredibly yes. difficult job. Of yes, course, yes. Uh, and both of us worked in inner city Plymouth, mm. um, which has complexities of its mm. own. Yes. Sure, sort of, you know, social side of things. Mm. And he was becoming quite unwell with yeah. teaching. Mm. We actually couldn't afford to buy another house in England. We couldn't do it. No. And the exchange rate at that time was really favourable for us to come to Australia. Right. Never, been, never been to Australia. I've never been here. No, no, no. I just, but I've got, I had relatives here in uh in Langwarren. Yep. Right. It was, I like a challenge. I love a challenge. And it was like, okay. Proper PE teacher. 40. Let's have a baby. Let's <laughs> a and that's what we did. Wow. And uh, yeah. And interestingly enough, from my partner, so Paul is my partner, from his perspective, he wasn't allowed to teach here because he only did a two year degree. Oh, right. yes, yes. The win win. Because he actually yes, couldn't teach. Yes, he could. Actually, really good. Yes. So, and he found other things to do, and uh, he ended up going and still is in further education. Right. right. 
So, um, but he doesn't teach anymore. He sort of is a bit more managerial. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. And um, what was it so, like when you first came? Because oh, I have, I often wonder, like my father was Irish, moved to Australia to marry my mother um, and just left all of that Irish culture, um, you know, Catholic, small town, boom, lived in Sydney. And I know that for me when I was a big member of a church and then I left and had to reestablish myself at 33 with all new friends, I found that confronting. I'm like, what yeah. is it like to move overseas? Um, look, I wasn't prepared for the impact it was going to have on me. I don't mm. think you can be prepared. Mm. I was super excited, so, mm. so, so excited. But I was quite negatively impacted. Mm. I I didn't appreciate the gut-wrenching pull yeah. that I would experience Did by I the hope. move. Yeah. Mm. You can't plan for that. You can't prepare for that. No. So we arrived in the September, September the 17th, 2003, mm. and within six weeks my stomach churned and churned and yes, churned. Yes, I bet. It was a longing for my sister, actually. Yes. That's actually what it was. Yes. Even though she was super, super supportive, everybody was excited about yeah. the move. Mm. I was confronted and challenged mm. by a gut-wrenching sensation. I think mm. so. But we promised ourselves that we would give ourselves a year. Yep. Financially, we knew that we could do a year, even if we didn't work, whatever. Mm. Luckily, I'd actually sorted out my teaching license before I arrived, so I could go straight into teaching. Um, but it did take its toll mm. and four months it really really took its toll mm. in a, I guess in a mental health space that I'd never mm. been before. um yeah. you know I guess I'm being really uh honest here about mm. the impact of it mm. um, so I needed to seek help and I got yeah. some professional help yeah um you know which helped me to come to terms with that and help me address mm. it it's a huge work through it it's huge, yeah. and I think, I think the combination of moving across the world, having a baby, yeah, yeah. it was just it was too much. Yes. But I didn't know it was going to be too much. No, of course not. And then you're like, well, I'm on the treadmill. Yeah, I can't really get off the treadmill. And I know for a lot of our beautiful P families, I think sometimes the point of diagnosis can be like that, or you've suddenly realised that the world that I thought I was going to have. I'm going to have, it's not going to be bad, but I'm going to have a different life mm, and right. your friends can fall away and you're like, how do I push through that? Mm. But I think it's also, for me, I really like hearing stories of how other people have done it with other areas of their life because mm. then you get really insular and you think this only affected me, but yeah. loads and loads of people have done yeah. hard yeah. things and come yeah. through. And I mean, look at you now, you're the president. Yes. <laughs> look, and I'm really um happy with where I'm at now um I'd have rather not have had to have gone through those yes, things yes. who knows I might have gone through those things even if I stayed in England we yeah. don't know no. mental health is a quirky thing it is mental quirky health. it's a good word that is a good word yeah Excellent it is isn't word. it yeah. we we can't plan for those mental health Issues. No, no, we really can't. And be very spontaneous got to get help so did you do outdoor ed and PE from then on so as soon as I arrived in Australia Somebody told me about summer school camp and I literally, in fact, I remember it. I rode my bike along because um, it was literally, it's about 4K along. Oh. Me, took my CV with me, said, hi, guys, my name's P here. Have a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it took 
tomorrow? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Amazing. <laughs> and that was it. And, and it was quite funny, actually, because there is only 4K between my school that I was at and summer school camp. And it was so ever who got me first in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, CRTs are hard to come by. Yes. And the casual relief teachers. Yeah. So, um, and also casual relief teachers, particularly in outdoor ed. With yes. skill. Not, yes. not a huge amount of us around. No. So, I mean, and over the eight years, I got to know both places extremely mm. well. So it's not like doing casual relief teachers. No. No. In a different school each day. Mm, definitely. Oh, so, so, so demanding. Yes. You know, I belong to both places. And yes. then I was actually employed at Balnarian Farm School for five years. Right, okay. I gave up summer school camp and um, worked full-time at Balnarian Primary. Wow. And when did you start, did you start volunteering with the disabled service? Were you there when okay, it started? So, How did that uh, emerge No, you? I wasn't there right from the, the first uh, event. So we celebrated our 10th anniversary last year. Yes. So we're now in our 11th year. Yes. Um, I, so we have at uh, Mornington uh, branch, we host two events a year, in one in a January, one in the March. I wasn't there for the January, but I was there from the March and right. I've been there. Yeah. So, and many branches have come up around us as well. So like there's now one in Block yep. and that's been going now for about five or six years. And so I tried to get to that one as well to right. volunteer. And often many of the surfers are the same surfers. I know so many of the surfers. And, in fact, I've just come from a meeting right now and we've been discussing about how much easier it is when people arrive at the beach because we've known some of these people for 10 and 11 years. Mm, yes. Who, these people who we met when they were eight. Yes, and not, yes. Growing up with yes. them. Yes, amazing. So, one of the guys, he's called DJ Cooper. Yes, oh, we, we love DJ Cooper. Cooper. You know Cooper? Yes. Like, so he came to our very, very first I event. I know. Yeah. Yeah. DJ Cooper's a big P. The P's are big fans of DJ Cooper. Yeah. Oh, he is just phenomenal. He DJed my 50th. Watched yeah, him we love grow. him. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's just, and I know so many of the parents now, you know, um, we've got an opening ceremony on March the 4th because we've got a changing places facility oh brilliant yeah i saw that yes Yes. so So great um signed off in point leo well Mm. done for sure a point oh for sure so this is really lucky where its location is because Mm. it's on foreshore land and it's also part and it's not part of it uh the life-saving club runs from there as well yeah so the three organizations work very 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 closely with Mm. each other and so the foreshore community and the foreshore committee are trying to enable uh, the foreshore to be a completely um, accessible environment. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And because we use the facility, we've got a lot of push. Mm. Yes. We have a lot of people with disability that come mm. to our events. Mm. Of course. So we can say, you know, and that's how the Changing Places facility came about as well. Changing Places is awesome. Follow it on yeah. Instagram. Need to be everywhere. And, yeah. yeah. We'll uh, and, and so we are having an opening ceremony uh, on March the 4th. Brilliant. Oh, so great. Right. We'll have to... And to let people know that there is a facility. So, yes, yes, you can come surfing down at Point Leo and you can use the boardwalk to get down yes. to the beach and yes. you can have a shower afterwards. Oh, my gosh, Changing. everyone. Oh. Listen. And whenever we've got a um, a friend, Kelly, who has been on the podcast and has her own podcast, who's vision impaired, and she always says, whatever helps uh, disabled people helps the whole community. Like every, yeah, it's yeah. more accessible to everyone. It's accessible to the Absolutely. person who stubbed their toe that morning or, 
who's the elderly know, or elderly little children or, yeah, you've got a baby in a pram like it's better yeah. for yeah. everybody so. so for our listeners can you explain what the day looks like oh crazy <laughs> just crazy there you go i could actually end that conversation now no i won't <laughs> so if i briefly uh describe january's event yes event. so we now have, because of our 10th anniversary that was the first time that we had a muso mm-hmm. we never don't really have musos okay yeah. so we decided because it was the 10th we would have a stage we got dj cooper and we also had a local band called the hoodoo men yep phenomenal okay. it just went off Oh. And when um, Cooper got up and he started speech yeah. stuff on the beach. Yeah, how ace. All these people, like surfing, what's surfing? We're yeah. getting up and down. <laughs> yes. And we, the feedback from that event was so, so powerful that mm. we needed to do it again. It's like, oh, my God, how do we follow that? How can we possibly yeah. follow the 10th anniversary? Well, we did. And we got even more people down. Yeah. So we, we had on our beach at one time 500 people. Brilliant. <gasps> wow. Yeah. We had, um, it was about, I think it was about 152 surfers in total. Mm. And this is people with all abilities, mm. you mm. know. Mm. Um, and so people arrive and they have a bit of a briefing. We absolutely rely on volunteers, mm. totally rely on volunteers. Mm. So we could potentially have, so we have nine boards working at a time, so nine surfboards. Um, sort of situated with nine flags and all the things are different colour codes, coded. Um, we have a briefing for all the volunteers and we can sometimes have a 1 to 30 ratio. Yeah, right, yeah. Depending on the surface needs. Yeah. Mm. So absolutely need volunteers. Yeah. All the time. And the interesting thing, in, and we were having this conversation this morning, is the volunteers do not need to be surfers. Right. right. Hear that, listeners? Okay, yeah. And, and we were but we were all having this conversation this morning. That is still the go-to why people say they can't come. Yeah, right. well, it would make me think that. Surfing. Yeah, I would but think, oh, you have to be a surfer. Yeah. Have, I don't have a surfing background. Right. Um, when I first started, I used to be in the water, okay, and I used to help out in the water, mm. but those people that were experienced told you what to do and helped you. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we have team leaders for each surfboard. They have a, a particular coloured rash vest. Then we have other volunteers who know nothing about um, surfing and it could be their first day mm. and they're all, they all wear a different colour vest as well, uh, rash vest. And yeah. then our surfers, they have, all have bright yellow, so everybody's <laughs> in yellow, so they're yeah. very visible in the water. Yep. Um, and then each person, they arrive and they get about four rides. Hopefully we get four rides. And it's not uh, big surf at all. Some people refer to Point Leo as Lake Leo. Right. Not a lot there Sounds at all. Sounds good for me. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but some people don't need a lot. No. Some just need the experience mm. and the thrill of having a ride. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's better so, to start where it's not so, you know, if well, you want to take up scary. surfing, then you can go somewhere else. Yeah. But yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the interesting thing is, you know, if you if we imagine a typical surfer who paddles out and then goes down fast on the wave and stands up, mm. that doesn't happen. No. We've got people that sit in cushioned beanbags yes. on the surf. Yes, because the way that they need to be positioned. Yes. Some, some lay on their back, some lay on their front. Mm. Some people don't like the sun in their eyes. So mm. some people go out and there's somebody standing with an umbrella. Oh, no, over it's them. magic. Perfect. Sun in their eyes. Mm. We work really, really hard to make sure everybody has a positive experience. Yeah. We sometimes have wipeouts, but yeah. we celebrate that. 
Yeah. We totally celebrate. <laughs> you know, let people with disability can have a wipeout. Yes. Okay. <laughs> celebrate that. You know, sometimes we go, oh, don't want that person to have a wipeout. But if they do, we'll work with it. Yes. You know? So um, it's, it's a really an amazing environment to be part of. And how did you start? What, how did you hear about it all? Uh, at a uh, Mornington Park, there, it was an Australia Day or something, and there was a table advertised. Right. And I just, you know, ding, okay, I need to walk over there. And my partner goes, oh, no, not somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and, you know, I'd say, yeah, I'm just going to volunteer. I don't need to take anything on. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll just I'll do just it once. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I've become involved. Yeah. Oh, incredible. And so it's all volunteers. All. There is no, nobody gets paid. No one. <sighs> And yes. do you just so, constantly trying to get grants and fundraising? Yeah, fundraising. So I write a lot of grants, mm. and there's another uh, gentleman, Bill, who writes a lot of grants as well. Mm. Um, luckily, last year we had two people sort of email and say we would like to give you. Yes, oh, we have best. listeners. We have generous yeah. listeners. So yeah, it's the and something Which works for some people that it strikes a chord, yeah. and they're like, I do have five thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars or yeah. two hundred dollars, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're a very honest uh, group of people as well. So mm. we're getting donations. We absolutely, well, we have to. You, you have, have a committee. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You have to justify every single penny that yes. gets spent. Mm. That's right. Yeah. You know, and that's documented and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, so, but it was it was nice last year because it meant I didn't have to apply. Yes. Yes. Are onerous. And, oh. and from what I can see on social media, it's growing. More and more people seem to be coming. Yeah. As oh, in oh, participants, yeah. This this January was the biggest. Yes. We've had. And in fact, our meeting this morning was trying to come up with a process that can make it slightly easier for our participants or our surfers. Yeah. Because we know that we had some people that had to wait an hour and a half before mm. they got a server. Mm. Um, nearly everyone is appreciative of what we do. Yes, of course. And you know, what was hard, though, was knowing that they were waiting for such a long time. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hard. If, you're, if you're a person with a disability yeah. and you deployed a carer for, for three yes. hours. That's right. And, and we're running late on the yeah. surfing. Yes. There's a cost to that. There is. So this morning we were trying to work out better systems. Mm. We've got a few ideas. Staggered you know, if yeah. you're there, if there's a If you're there with support workers or, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. It is hard it's demanding mm. um, but we I think we've got some things that we're going to try on in March mm. but I have to say the support and understanding for nearly, nearly everybody from oh, parents yeah. is really really good it yeah. is they know that we are working so so hard yeah, of course I can see it yeah yeah and I know for this, um, I spoke to a mum who was there with her daughter for the first time who has cerebral palsy and she was just glowing from the day you know, okay. a place where her family belonged. That's mm. an everyday, that? everyday occurrence to go to the beach, but not yeah. for some of our families. Yeah. Even, Do you remember the name? Oh, yeah, we're interviewing her in a couple of weeks. So Lexi was a little girl. Yeah. Okay. Her, her mum, Claire. Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, and her dad, Dino. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Dino. 
Yeah, yeah, so she was just like it was just the most amazing day. Mm. Yeah, so and you need to, it's a rite of passage in Australia yes. to take your children to the beach. Okay. To, if you live on the coast, you do nippers, which is like uh, surf life saving for children for those people who are. Oh, in Australia. I know about nippers. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm explaining to the overseas audience. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like all those things that we don't think about. You're just like, yes, you go to nippers, or yes, you go, and then people are like, I can't, I can't even get on the bloody beach. Yeah. Well, um, back in 85 when I was working at um, in a church town down in Cornwall, that was our goal. It was like to get people out of their wheelchairs and onto something else. Mm. Yes. Onto yeah. the sand, onto the yeah. water, into, you know, let's get people out of their wheelchairs. Mm. I mean, not everybody's in a wheelchair. I, I get that. Yes. Mm. You are. That's a lot of your life. Yes. And the beach is so tactile. Yeah. It's like the smell and the feel of the sand and the waves and the wet sand and the dry sand. But that can be the barrier too, sunburn and flies and all that stuff. Even my daughter has cerebral palsy. She walks. But, you know, I remember we went down to the Rosebud foreshore and she stood on a bee. Yeah. Right. I was like, you stood on a bee on the only part of Australia. <laughs> this beach goes around the whole country and you stood on the bee. And I know for a lot of like when my boys were little, being not neurotypical, very sensory overload yes. at the beach. Like you have yes. to really, yeah. So, but also they loved it. Sorry, because that, that's actually something that's just come up because mm. we now have musos. Yes. Be nice mm. Like mm. Trying to, I mean, you might even have a suggestion, mm. you know, what do people do who, who have that sensory overload? I mean, we know that some people come with um, their noise headphones. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. stuff, and not everybody wants to wear those. No, and it, especially on the beach. So that's a conversation that we are literally having right yeah. now. Yes. For those people that are, are sensory overloaded by that sort mm. of noise. Yeah. It's, and it's, hard. it's, it's tricky. Yeah. And I think. For me, when one of my boys especially was much more like that and so when he was sort of in the age where he couldn't really sort it out or manage it for himself, yeah. we had to leave a lot of things like, yes. and then the rest of them would want to be there and, oh, we better go and, or yes. I'll go for a walk with him and I'll, you know. So, yeah, it is really, really tricky. But now he's 17, he'd probably be down the front with the music, right? So it flips around and changes so you wouldn't want him to not have it either. Yes, and, you know, I I normally meet and greet the people as they come down mm. the walk and the Moby matting, as we call it, which is yep. the beach matting. Yeah. Um, and often many people that are sensory, uh, um, what's the word? Well, it's just a sensory overload or sensitive. You see by their body language yes. that that's the issue for them. So I will say to them, Hey guys, why don't you go and sit over there? I know where you are. Your name's on the board. Yes. And I will come and call you yes. when it is your turn. So there are ways around it. Definitely. Yes, of course. Their body language, whether they are um, going to be overlaid sensory wise. Yeah. yeah. And it's so nice to go somewhere where, as a parent, you don't have to like, walk up to the organiser and go, we need this, 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 and this, and we'll be over there. When the, when the person says it oh. first, oh, relief. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we're ticking a few boxes. Yes, of course you are. I'm sure you feel it when you're there, but when I look at the photos of it, because my daughter refuses to come, but I will get her there one day, (laughs) um, you are creating a space for families to do something that they can't do alone. Mm. And that is incredible. Mm. 
Look, I know over the many, many, many years, there's not many events where I haven't ended up in tears. Of course. Yeah. You know, people have different abilities for different reasons. Yes. You know, powerful. Some, some people are born with um, a, a disability. Yep. Mm. Or they acquire it. That's right. People stood there with family members of their son or daughter who's acquired a disability mm. because of road traffic accident. Mm. Yeah. Means, and that's just their first time back on back, the beach. Yes. Mm. It's it's very yeah very powerful. It's enormous. Hugs, lots of cuddles down on the beach. Lots, I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of mums and dads. You know, because it, it's, it's human stories. Yeah, and it is human stories. Actually, yeah. it's what makes life worthwhile. Yeah. connecting with people and having human yeah stories yeah. and learning about other families and yeah. how are they different from me and how am I different from them and yeah what do you want um our listeners to hear from you you need volunteers what are, you might need some money is there anything else you need our listeners to hear um I I think when I watch the volunteers because obviously I've been in this sort of world you know for a long time and particularly in the disability sector and I've watched lots of growth in the disability mm. sector I also watch the volunteers that have never, ever seen or spoke or touched somebody with a disability. Yes. I've watched the transformation of their life oh. because it is hugely powerful. Mm. I've seen volunteers in their blue rashies in tears, mm. not out of sympathy. No, no. Out of just being overwhelmed and just acknowledging what people with a disability can do. Mm. And... And doing something worthwhile with your time, you know, actually connecting with this awesome human that you never would have met, having fun with them in the water. You know, you could be having brunch with your posh friends or you could be doing this. It's way more fun. (laughs) You could be down at Sorrento or you could be coming to Point Leo. Yeah. No, or no not. would you know? <laughs> well, that back beach was my whole childhood, and oh, okay. I have a lot of memories of that beach. Sorrento. Yeah. Yeah. We used to call it the takeaway beach because mum would say, Go out too far, I'll take you away. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, dare I, I say, dad would be chips. out there with the binoculars checking yeah. out all the people with their tops off. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> yeah, nice. Back in the well, 80s. Back in right? the day, dads don't that. do that anymore. No. <laughs> dads are all good now. <laughs> They're all politically correct. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, in terms of your listeners, it's just a really valuable experience for everybody to. Yeah. Mm. You don't have to get in the water. You can be a land-based volunteer. Right, okay. Mm. Holly does not need to go in the water. There are so many things to do on the land. Mm. Right. Mm. Even if you've got a phobia to, you know, seawater or you just don't want to go near it, mm. you don't have to. Yep. And what age is the participants? Any age. Any age. You mean surfers? Yes. Yeah. Any age. Okay. Oh, we have had every age. Awesome. So toddlers? Toddlers. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. So we've got one surfer who's been coming um, for a long time, and, and I'll say her name. Her name is Joy. Yeah. And I actually used to work with her dad at summer school camp. Right. Um, and then we both sort of left summer school camp, and the next I saw him, was and he didn't have any children then. Right. The next time I saw him, he was coming down the boardwalk with three children, and one of them was in a wheelchair. Oh yes. I was like, oh, hi, Dad. How are you going, buddy? Yeah. Um. Oh yes. And so she was tiny. She was tiny when she first came. She would have been about four, maybe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And so she's ten now. So she's um. So she's been coming, you know, for the last six years. And she's beautiful. You know, there is no discrimination. None. Okay. Right. No age. So it's you run events. It's not every week. 
No, 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 no. Twice a year. Just the twice a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So one, so our last one was January the 21st, and we've got one on March the 4th. Yeah. But if people want to go onto the DSAA, which is Disabled Service Association Australia, they can go on that site. They can see where they're running around Victoria. Yes, right. Is there one in New South Wales? Someone told me there's one in New South Wales. No. No. Oh, there's loads. Okay. The further up you go on the East Coast, the more there is. Okay. Right. Yeah, of course, because it's warmer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. They don't have to worry about wetsuits. Yeah. I know there are. They've sent um surfers and stuff have sent us things from um, yeah and, and there's now um free in wa right you tasmania started and a few years ago one in new zealand has started oh brilliant oh. Yeah. What, a so trem- what a tremendous movement mm. yeah it is yeah. oh congratulations did it start in mornington or no no no, it, no. oh my gosh i i'm not going to say where it started okay. but it was up on the east coast right right okay yeah i don't know which branch was the first that's one that's okay sure yes yeah, sure. sure if you actually go you can go there is a youtube um clip with the person who started the disabled okay i maybe put that on our facebook yeah yeah um and there was a lot and it's so that tells you the history of it and how it came about sure right. we'll might that add that to the show notes yeah 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 and do you have like food stuff there for people to yes, like? You have a barbecue do. or do um, people? Yes, so we do. We and luckily this year, um, it's like all volunteer organisations. It's hard to get volunteers. Yes, it is painstakingly hard mm. for people to commit to volunteer. Yes, yeah. we're not looking for ten. We're looking for about two hundred and fifty. Of course, you are. Yeah. Yes. You know, and so you know, we the committee. We all do the sausages and stuff. Mm. And just doing the sausage sizzle for that amount of people is oh, enormous. Huge. huge. It's yes. massive. Yes. So this year in January, we now have the Lions Club. Great. Oh, great. We now do the whole lot. Great. Oh, bless we them. We do not have to think about oh, sausage. Oh, awesome, no onions Pete. cutting up for you. No. Great. I was wondering. So it, oh, it's so, oh, we are so grateful. Mm. So, so grateful for them to, to come and do it because it's huge for them as well. Yes. It's a massive event. Yes. Um, and we do fresh fruit oh. and we do porries as well. Beautiful. And as of this year, we also do veggie burgers. Oh, oh yes. brilliant. brilliant. Not sure who instigated that. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. That seven years, but we now have veggie as burgers. As a veggie burger eater, I think that's Yes, awesome. exactly right. <laughs> yes, fantastic. So we do food, but also at Point Leo, there's also a uh, cafe. Okay, yeah, terrific. Yeah. yeah. Terrific. So mum can grab a coffee. And I think yeah. volunteering oh, volunteering for twice a year is doable. You're not oh, asking yeah. for people to come every month. No. Twice a year, February and March in Mornington or in Point Leo. If you live on, in Melbourne, come on, on that East Link. Let's get our people down there. Some of our surfers, they come from Echuca. They wow. Come from of they course. come from Orondite. They come from all That's over the place. Of course they would. So yeah. if they can do it. Yeah, yes. we can do it. Yeah. Our volunteers can do it. Yes, mm. yes, mm. yes. Definitely. Well, we've put the call out. Yeah, we have. Well, P, is there anything we've missed that you want to tell our community? No, I don't think so. I think, I, I think I've summed up our beautiful family really, really well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for enabling this to happen. Oh, no, oh, it was course. so great to talk yes, to you. Yes, it was lovely to meet maybe you and looking maybe we'll it. meet you there yeah, one day. Yeah, maybe we'll the peas will meet the peas. Oh, no, <laughs> and if you do come down, just just come and say hi. Tap I me will, on the of course, yeah. Do yes. you remember us? And I'll go, oh, no. That's right. I'll say, I'm another P, I'm <laughs> Mandy P. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for awesome. giving us your precious time. Yes. And um, hopefully you get some more volunteers from our episode. I really hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. 
Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, P. I found that very peacepirational. Very peacepirational. I mean, when I saw her name, I was like, what? Mandy's like, now, we're talking to P. (laughs) And I was like, we always talk to P's. No, 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 literally P. So Bron, DJ Cooper's mum, put me on to P. Yeah. And I said, let's get this episode up as quickly as we can yes. before March. Yes. So that if any if people want to be surfers, you want to take your pea shoots down there and or you want to volunteer. Yes. And let so, us know if you do either or. Yeah, I want to know. Because I want to know as well. Yeah. Um, so. But we know with the peas, there's, there'll be one or two of you sniffing out some volunteering. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah, we've got lots of awesome listeners. We do. Who are like... Um, Physio students yes, and OT right. students Heaps. and kids, yes. uh, kids, young adults doing teaching. Yes. You can give up one morning on the 4th of March and yes. rep the peas for us. Yeah, do Take it. some photos and we'll put you on our Insta. We will. We'll pump so you up. We will pump you up. So. so I hope you liked that episode, everyone. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. lovely talking to her. Great, great. Yeah. I love peas making a difference. Oh, I love it. There's so many of you everywhere. Oh, I mean, this country runs on volunteers. I know. Every mum who's doing yes. tuck shop or reading duty or, yes. you know, when I used to go and visit my grandma in aged care and there yes. was the auxiliary. I know. You know, just so much unpaid labour and so much. just the best. They're the Changing salt of the, the earth. World. Absolute salt of the earth. Yes. So. so what made you cry this week? I think it was so the I same for both of us. we have the same cry and we know that this is coming out a little bit after it's happened, but that earthquake yes. is just... Yes. I actually... You know, on Instagram it'll come up and it'll say sensitive footage and I just have to flick yeah. past it, not because I don't care. I care so much but I can't, I just can't see that suffering yeah. and think I'm just watching it on Instagram and then yes, I'm going to watch someone do a joke. Yes, it Like feels so I'll go to the Guardian and I'll unnatural. read about it That's or right. I'll, I'll choose. But, yeah, that little baby that was born. Oh, no. Oh. And the picture of the dad holding his yeah. daughter's hand oh. while she died and oh. he's sitting next to it and he's just holding her hand. I thought I would too. Oh, 100%. I wouldn't leave it. No. It's just. Yes. It's beyond horrific and it's snowing. And, and nothing we say will be I, You just know when it's enough. cold and you've got to take the bin out. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is. But imagine no. being trapped. The family's and, coming oh. out with child after child after child and the dad coming. I was just, yeah. And I think really... that whole area. The generational trauma oh, that will continue from this event. Right. The day started like any other ordinary day and then. And whenever this happens, I think about our pea shoots. Every you know? time. And so there's pea shoots there. There's yes. adults with disabilities that can't get out. And a tricky and, political climate, yes. right? And yes. borders that are closed yes. and who's helping. And I know there are a lot of helpers and I know, yeah. you know, Mr Rogers or whoever, I don't yeah. even know who he is, but he always said, look for the helpers. Yeah, that's right. And definitely we look for the helpers. And yes. I know the Australian government will be sending it. But still. Yes. And I know um, I've got a friend whose husband's Turkish and, you know, he doesn't live, his family doesn't live near there, but he was like, you know, just I've been there and I know, you know, like that Mm. so many people will have friends and families there. So we're thinking of all of you too. Yes. Words aren't enough. I think the world has cried. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Well, I hope they have. Well, I think they have. I think it's one of those things where you just... And you can't not put yourself in those shoes. You can't not go, look, you know, terrible, terrible. Anyway, anyway, peas, we know that if anyone has the capacity to care, it's a pea. Yes, that's right. So we are, as much as it doesn't do anything, we are thinking of those beautiful people over there. Yeah, I know there's awesome places you can donate. That's right. I don't know them. Yeah. I'm not going to give any links. Yeah. 
But yes, everyone can work it out. What made a difference for you this week? Okay, so what made a difference for me this week was that I have a beautiful friend, Gab, and she invited myself, my beautiful friend, Rachel, and another beautiful friend, Lynn, over for brunch. Now, I don't reckon I've been to someone's house for brunch since before COVID. No, I haven't. I I think it was sort of a thing and maybe it was something I did when the kids were a bit younger and we had to get home for naps and we were all up at freaking 5am anyway. Yes, you're 9 o'clock, you're ready for lunch. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's right. And I actually used to go out for brunch way back in the day and I haven't even been out for brunch for a long time. Like I think you and I went recently, but it's not a thing that I do as much anymore. Yeah. But the funniest thing was... That Rachel, Lynn, and myself all wore clothes with love hearts on them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are the odds of this? I know. And we just had hot cross buns. Oh, so good. And bagels. Oh, yeah. She had like smoked salmon. Oh, yeah. She oh, went to a lot of beautiful yeah, effort. And it was just so nice to just sit and have brunch with friends. And yeah. obviously, I didn't and have my children friends, with me. You know, like that's, yeah. Yeah. And her little girl sat and showed us her coin collection. Oh, and I was like, cute. I can really engage yes. because I'm not worried about yes. anybody else. Yes. And it was just, I don't know, it just made a difference in my life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, my dishwasher got fixed. Oh, thank goodness. I keep meaning to ask you. Oh, like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I wonder okay. what happened to the dishwasher. Oh, well, I went on to Marinda Notice Board, which is a Facebook group around here. Ah, and, yes. you know, I just typed in dishwasher. Well, there they oh, come. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I found this great guy and um, <laughs> he was he fixed it. Yes. And then he was like, um, oh, so do you clean the filter? I said, no, I've never cleaned it. What? Never? No. Does Darren? No. Oh, a Wow. I know. But anyway, that's not why quite well before it goes in. Well, I don't because I'm lazy. But yeah. Darren's like, see, that's why you have to rinse. Well, anyway. no, because the environmentally friendly people say that's what the filter's for and we shouldn't use the water twice. Oh. So you just clean the filter out. You don't have to rinse it well, all anyway, off. Anyway, I didn't. So I cleaned that's it all right. out. I didn't then... either. Full disclosure, until I got separated and had to work it out. So, yeah. Well, yeah. then he, gave, he held up my dishcloth. I thought, oh, gosh, mm. don't touch that. And he goes... So basically, if you don't <laughs> clean your filter, you're washing your dishes through this ten times a day. I can see where you're going. <laughs> I just was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's a bit <laughs> disgusting, though. There's, look, I am a well, feminist till the day is long, but there's some jobs I just don't want to do. Anyway, it got fixed. I'm grateful yeah. for him. He was very. Um, he, I said, look, we're not. Re-, he goes, oh, so you just need a metal plate put in here. Can you do that? I said, no, no. we're not really fixer up a metal plate type of people and he goes yeah i could tell i saw your husband i thought is he a teacher or something i said just disdain he's lying on the floor of my dishwasher with me saying i've never cleaned the filter with my husband who's come out for his coffee in his shirt with his shorts because he's on a zoom we can only see the top I said, oh, no, he's not a teacher. But anyway, I felt like an idiot. (laughs) The only thing I can do to tradies is say, oh, my dad's a tradie. So I really get it. My friends are twin. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was me. So I said, look, dad used to help with this stuff, but, you know, he's getting older. Oh, how old is he? Uh, Old enough. 72. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I said, <laughs> so oh, people these days, they don't want to learn these jobs. I said, I know, That's I know. That's true. I know. He said, yes. oh, he told me the whole story. Yeah. Anyway, anyway the dishwasher's working. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back to put the metal plate in. I said, I've told everyone about the filter. Oh, did I tell you my story about the dish rag, did I? I said, oh, you've yeah, forgotten. You've got yeah, you've <laughs> I've heard it. You don't I've have to tell me it. again. Don't tell me again. Oh. Anyway, it was fun. 
and yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. But he made a difference. He cleaned it. Oh, I also yeah. wanted to do a big shout out to Kirsty, who um, was from The Art of Decluttering. That's where you hear her from. But yes. she started her new podcast called Curious Freedom. Yes. And I was just talking to her a little bit about what am I going to do with my sleep work? I've had a bit of a long sabbatical. Yeah. And so she just gave me her time and we just sort of Aww. talked through, you know, what, what could I do? Um, how can I go forward with it? And she just was really she's good she's and it's firm. nice to have another business woman yeah i just needed mentor. her to tell me what am i going through so um yeah so it so was good find she gave me a her curious freedom yes. so actually mandy and i joined acast because of Kirstie. we did so she, she changed our lives she did introduced us to really awesome people there she did um so yeah find her on Insta say hey I came from the peas yeah she loves the peas she was so kind to us during lockdown she was I've still she sent us a um wheat bag and I think mine says she thought she could but then she couldn't be fucked or something like that like it looks like it's a beautiful little floral print and then it's good and I use it all the time she's good with me she's kind and firm Yes. So she'd I, say, so what I'm hearing you say is, <laughs> you know, or just she can see my head spinning. Yeah. Um. So just for her to give me she's, her You time. should hear her voice, Pease. It's yeah. so kind yeah, compared she's to kind. Mandy and I. Her yeah, voice is yeah, just beautiful. Yeah. So So I was very yeah, thankful to freedom. her for that. Yep. And I will be back with my sleep work. I've just, I just had to have a break. It's okay to so. have a sabbatical. I think you come yeah. back better and you've had a lot on and you've, it's yeah, launching year twelve and year seven. So yeah, but last year it just fell in a heap at the end of the year. So but other people get long service leaves, and yeah. parents don't. Yeah, and carers don't. Yeah, I just feel like I'm letting the bees down because I've had a lot of emails. I've I got know. a child with a disability, I and I know that I, I know. don't want to cry, but I no. um I You're just don't want to let the down. bees down. Helping them with down. their sleep, but I can't I do it if you can't break. do it. Yeah, you know. So no, no, you're not yep. letting anybody down. The peas. So I'll hopefully come back. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, well, Kirsty will be on you now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She'll be like, send me a plan. <laughs> you could see her when I dance, and you could see her go, oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> How has this person run a business? Oh, look, oh. I've had a few of those questions asked about myself. Oh, gosh. But yeah, yeah. And you see people gla- glaze over when you answer them, and then you think, oh, no, I've been fully revealed. <laughs> oh, I think it's the look of shock. Yeah, because they're like, you really. You work that way? I know. I just, I've had a lot of those experiences in the last few months with people looking at me going, what? I'm like, well, it's been working. My whole life. I know. know. My whole life. Anyway, your make a difference. Mine Um, was long. Oh, so my make a difference, I've already done, which was brunch. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, laugh. My laugh. Okay, so it's sort of linked. It's two things, but. Um, it's it's going to come around to Mel Buttle, which will be my laugh for oh, about twenty seven thousand times so this year. Good. So good, I'd love to go see her. Oh. Anyway, someone sent me a meme and it says, "If you have ever done me wrong, just know that my mum knows. She'll never forget, and she doesn't like you." Yes, right? and I am like, truth. that is the truth because oh, scholarship. Yeah. Something happened in grade five, and I still call oh. the girl by the name of the event that oh, happened. I know. And then. Uh, number one daughter sent me this Mel Buttle clip and she goes, this is you. And it was um, Mel Buttle talking about whose house you're going to. And it was some, She was the, the daughter's obviously like 15 now. Yeah. And um, Mel Buttle, for those of you who don't know, she pretends to be your mum. Yeah. And does it so, oh, this grey cardigan. So funny. Underneath her chin. Oh. The, everything about it is believable. Lynn yeah. is Lynn. her name. Lynn. Yeah. And so Lynn Everyone saying. is funny. You're going. You're going to Sophie's, are you? Mm, oh, well, cool. Sophie, I remember in grade two when she wrote a swear word on your pencil case. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had the 
very end, well, just don't live in your pencil case. I know. Honestly, like, it's... You can't let go of that stuff. Oh, you can't. And yeah. parents are never letting go. No, and I so know. I was like, yes, this is me. Yeah. And oh, me too. So the two, be- I was like, this is just... This is brilliant. Uh, she's so clever. She, met, she made it with that, oh, with that Lynn. Have yeah. you, I hope you've all seen them, yeah. please. I think oh, we've, yeah. we've shared them on the stories occasionally yeah. because I, I just oh. cry... Laughing. Oh, so just, funny. So, so, so good. So, so clever. Yeah. Especially that Aussie twang accent. Oh, yeah. And when she's like, <laughs> she... yeah, just the, the roast chook, mum. I know. I think I'll just get a chook. I'm... I think I'll just get a chook tonight. <laughs> well, I'll just get some salad and I'll just. I'll I just... do that to my kids. Oh. What are we having for tea? And then I'll go, I'll toast the sandwiches and say, oh, oh I know. No. <laughs> just everything oh. about it. Or the beach house when the kids want to go down the beach. Oh, let's just wait a bit longer. <laughs> Anyway, I love her. Yeah. Very, very clever. My laugh is my friend just started at our specialist school. Mm. And so it's so funny seeing it with fresh eyes. Yes. And so she sent through a photo of our school diary Mm. and there's a misprint and it says January slash February, (laughs) F-E-D-R-U-A-R-Y. And I'm like, she goes, well, this is a good start. (laughs) So then I go to Molly get out your diary and yep it says January February and we and then she so Molly just goes well I guess that's why we go to a special school (laughs) (laughs) it will forever be February February it's only one page it's not the whole of February the whole of February but oh gosh and just hearing it and she's like oh the teacher got the name wrong (laughs) and I was like oh gosh I hope she's okay moving to this school but she was just seeing everything with fresh eyes and stuff that you know but February February made me laugh a lot yeah I mean of all the months you know people like I'm doing dry July I'm doing fucking walking around the coast October February (laughs) yes come and feed me I'm down for February down for February (laughs) February 29 Mandy bought me a Nenish tart today that's a good February How do you spell Nenish? So then I go and Google how to spell Nenish. You spelled it right. Did I? Yeah. Congratulations. I've said it, but I've never seen it written. I know. (laughs) I know. But then if you go to the bakery, it spells it. Anyway, enough from our silly rambling. Thank you for rating and reviewing. Yes, thank you. It means so, so, so much. Please Please continue to tick that five-star box. We love it, love it, love it. Thank you, thank you. And we will be back next week. Yep, be back next week. See you. Bye. Bye.